Welcome to the Resentment-Free Relationships Podcast. I'm Becky Smith, your certified life coach, here to help you go from exhausted and resentful to feeling connected and confident in your relationships. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Do you remember in previous weeks when I told you about a workshop that I was doing here in Arizona at a yoga studio? And I was combining yoga and life coaching together. Well, I had the first event and it was a really great success. I feel really proud of what I was able to put together and what I was able to come up with. I'm also was really pleasantly surprised by the people that showed up and their passion about yoga and their interest in life coaching. So for this episode, I wanted to just kind of talk about what I taught there and how it went with also giving you the caveat that it is not the same as being there in person because yoga is very much embodied right? It is about using your body to move, to feel the sensations, while also working on the mindset and the mind-body connection. So I am going to share these things with you in hopes that you will learn from them and get something out of them. But in case you are a local around here, I am doing another workshop. So September 30th, which is a Saturday, from 4 to 6 p.m., going to be doing a workshop about overcoming anxiety. Again, it is a life coaching yoga workshop. Anxiety does not need to be clinical anxiety. It can be any kind of anxiety that you have or that you deal with. And I would say pretty much everyone deals with anxiety on some level, whether it's social anxiety, whether it's just feeling one of the top three feelings you feel in a day. Anxiety accompanies most of us in this life. So I thought it would be very timely and very applicable. You're going to walk away with tools to manage your anxiety on a daily basis. So mark your calendars. I'm going to have a link in the show notes where you can sign up and make space for it. Make room for it in your life because what would you give to be able to manage your anxiety and to be able to consciously choose what emotions you want to feel most of the time. The title of the workshop was How to Change Your Reality. Reality is our perception, or more accurately stated, our thoughts, or how we see the world. Our thoughts create our feelings. And what you are feeling is what your current reality is. Our thoughts create our feelings. Our thoughts create a vibration or a chemical in our body. 
that results in a feeling. Now, a feeling is different than a sensation. A sensation might be hunger or being tired or being hot or being cold. Those don't come from your thoughts. Those are bodily sensations. It's important to remember that feelings are visitors. They're not there to stay forever. But anxiety in particular can feel like it is a unwanted house guest. And we try to do everything we can to get rid of that house guest, ignore that house guest, pretend like they're not there, send them their eviction notice. But often we need to do the opposite. And we need to just allow them to be there because they are temporary and they are visitors. Next, I introduced a four-step process for how to change our reality or for how to feel better. And feel is all capitals in quotation marks. How to get better at feeling. So the first step is awareness. We're going to imagine this feeling as a visitor or as a guest. And when that guest shows up on your doorstep or walks in your door, you have an awareness of their presence. An awareness that they are there. And this is when we come to the land of observation and we just notice. This can come in a lot of different forms and this is where we got into the embodied part in the workshop and we started with things like a body scan where they would lay on their mat and start with the tip of their head and we work our way down and just pay attention and become aware of what our mind was thinking, what our body was feeling, what emotions were going through us, and just really scanning the body for that. Another tool for that awareness is breath work. Now breath is so important. You've heard me talk about it before on the podcast. Breath is our ticket to changing our reality. It's the quickest way to change our reality. Now often our reality is governed by our central nervous system. So we have the sympathetic nervous system and we have the parasympathetic nervous system. The sympathetic nervous system is the one that's kind of our defense mode, our fight or flight. And this one really gets activated when we begin to think anxious thoughts. We either fight, flight, freeze, or fawn. Now the opposite of that is the parasympathetic nervous system. This is the rest and digest. This is the one that allows us to, just like it sounds, rest and digest and process whatever needs to be processed. 
A tool that I taught during this section was called a flip the switch. Flip the switch is just simply taking a deep inhale through your nose and an exhale through your nose. This process can flip the switch from your sympathetic to your parasympathetic. Now I'm not saying it's always done in one breath, but with intention, it can be done. And that's where we got into some breath work. A really simple one that I could teach you on the podcast is called the birthday cake breath. Just like it sounds, I want you to imagine a giant birthday cake in front of you and you are going to blow the candles out. You're going to take a big inhale through your nose and you're going to fill up your lungs, you're going to fill up your low belly and you're going to keep sipping the air, sipping the air and just filling yourself to capacity and then you're going to let it all out your mouth and you are going to blow out those imaginary candles. Okay, so that is your tool. You do it as many times as you need to in order to change your reality, to switch you out of your false self into your true self, to switch from the sympathetic to the parasympathetic. Now other breath work that we went over in the workshop was an energy breath work, cleanse, and a focus. So the first step was awareness. The second step is to acknowledge. If we have this visitor who's walked in and we're aware that they're in the room, the second is to acknowledge them. And the best way to acknowledge somebody is to call them by their name. So that is what we do with emotions. You need to name it to claim it. You need to name the emotion. I'm feeling angry. I'm feeling sad. I'm frustrated. I'm annoyed. Whatever the emotion is. And the more succinct you can get about the emotion, the better. So instead of saying I'm mad, say I am annoyed. Notice that those are very similar but just enough of a difference that it can create a little different sensation, a little different feeling in your body. So the more you can name it and it helps to declassify the emotion. I really liked hearing that. Instead of it being this scary like classified thing that we don't really even know what's going on or what's happening, we declassify it, we de-escalate it by naming it. And just saying, hey, I see you. I know you're there. Another tool here, which can be helpful, is some clearing tools. One of them is the write and burn. Just like it sounds, get an old notebook and you're going to write in that notebook all your negative thoughts, all the thoughts you don't want other people to see, all the things that are just weighing you down. And you're going to put them in that notebook and then you don't have to burn it. You can just rip it up and throw it away. But it's just a way to get those negative emotions out without spewing them on another person or without carrying them inside all the time. 
Another thing that you can do here is tapping. So you can just take your fingertips and lightly tap on your collarbone, maybe on your temples, your forehead, your chin, and just kind of moving through some of those emotions through your body, just that gentle tapping can help with that. Another tool here is a mantra, which a mantra means mind tool. It's a tool for focusing your mind to sustain attention on one thing over time. So this mantra that helps me a lot is I feel, and then I name the emotion, like angry, I feel angry, and then it's okay that I feel angry. Which takes me to the next step, which is to allow. This is one of the hardest ones for my clients to wrap their heads around because we often want to push emotions away. We don't want to feel them. We want to avoid them. We want to get rid of them. We might even have some moral code where we label them good or bad and labeling them that way also makes them harder to get rid of. I know it's a little bit counterintuitive, but stay with me here. This is where we get to do something I've talked about before on the podcast, which is called processing emotion. Now we did this in the workshop. We got to lay down or sit up, depending on what felt more comfortable to them. And we got to work through some questions that helped them process through the emotion. As we were doing this, I asked them a better question than their brain will usually offer them. Instead of, why am I feeling this? Could ask, what is it like to feel this? Like describe it like you're an alien. What does it feel like? Is the feeling hot? Is it cold? Is it fast? Is it slow? What color is it? What does that feeling and that vibration feel like in your body? Now the last step is acceptance. Acceptance neutralizes things. So we've already become aware of the feeling. We've acknowledged it and called it by its name. We've allowed it to be there. If it's that guest, we're like, here, here's the guest bedroom. Here's a chair. Have a seat. And then we move on to the acceptance. I am feeling angry. I am feeling upset. We accept that that is how we are in this exact moment. We also accept that we are meant to feel negative emotions and positive emotions, that nothing has gone wrong if we are feeling negative emotions. Again, this helps to neutralize the emotions. Another tool that helps us in the acceptance process is meditation. One of them was the throwing rocks meditation. And just like it sounds... (laughs) You imagine that feeling as a rock in your hand and you get to throw it in a mountain lake. And that process of that, that visualization, helps work that emotion through. There is also a meditation on the baggage that we carry. The baggage 
of other people's opinions, the baggage of grudge we're carrying or resentment that we're carrying or anything like that. And that meditation helped us work through that. There was also a meditation called Change Your Reality that helped work through a lot of these feelings and emotions. And there is nothing like feeling the energy in a room when you are working through these emotions in a meditation. To recap, the four steps to change your reality. Number one is awareness. Go to the land of observation. Use the tools like a body scan or breath work. Two, acknowledge the emotion and the visitor. Name it declassify the emotion use tools like a mantra and clearing tools like write and burn tapping number three allow process the emotion name it like you're naming it to a alien who's never felt it before and ask yourself instead of why am i feeling this what is it like to feel this and fourth Acceptance. Acceptance neutralizes the emotion. Remember that life is 50-50. You're going to feel negative emotions and positive emotions. And nothing has gone wrong. All right, my friends. Mark your calendars. Get ready for September 30th. You're going to learn a lot. You're going to connect your mind to your body and you're going to be able to reduce and overcome that anxiety. Thank you so much for listening and bye for now. If this episode resonated with you, then I know you'd love a quick one-on-one chat with me where we get to talk privately about your specific issue or concern. And you'll come away with one specific strategy that you can use today to change your life and your relationships. And the best part is it's absolutely free. So click the link in the show notes and sign up today.